0: good morning everybody it's tuesday march 21st 2023 good news for nigerians crypto.com 7 million dollar mistake and Ron DeSantis is taking the lead on cbdc's that's coming up today in web3 good morning everybody i hope everybody's having a great tuesday here do me a favor before we get into today's news subscribe like and share this video And if anything comes up during this video, please leave me comments below. Let's have a dialogue with comment on my opinions, your opinions. I'll read them on the show because I want to have this be a dialogue so we can grow together with this emerging technology. Let's get into today's news. MetaMask and MoonPay partner to let Nigerians buy crypto via bank transfers. MetaMask has expanded their partnership with Web3 payment company MoonPay in Nigeria, and this is going to enable users to buy crypto tokens directly from their wallets. MetaMask users in Nigeria can purchase crypto using bank transfers. They can select Nigeria's own region when buying crypto and selecting the MoonPay quote associated with their purchase amount. See, until now, it wasn't that easy for Nigerians to buy crypto, and this is due to a ban by the country's central bank that prohibits commercial banks from servicing crypto exchanges. These restrictions forced Nigerians to use uh, peer-to-peer transactions, kind of like local Bitcoins, but local Bitcoins shut down. If, if you remember that, that was the news uh, last month. Uh, but now, it looks as though they have resolved this. Now, is this actually a solution? MoonPay's chief product officer says that the integration solves this problem. We have rolled out an innovative, documentless KYC solution leveraging government databases. And so... I hope this sticks around. It seems as though it's a workaround. It seems as though it's a quick solution to a problem that maybe be beyond MetaMask and MoonPay. I, I hope this sticks around for Nigeria's sake. We have a new startup that's an Ethereum-based carbon tracker, and it raises $1.2 million to gr- tackle greenwashing. And now I know what you're asking right now, what the hell is greenwashing? I didn't know this. Maybe I'm just a little behind on the times with this one. But greenwashing is an exaggeration of a company's environmental credentials. That is, marketing, communications, and press business operations to be better for the environment than they actually are. Carbonable's co-founder said this. This is a very immature market, which has some major flaws at the moment. And there's lack of trust and transparency, as well as an upcoming supply crunch and good quality carbon credits. We enable companies to drive their climate contributions by using blockchain as a glue, and including other tech like satellite imagery, and AI. Basically, what they're trying to do is let anybody audit the carbon capture and the carbon credits from companies that claim they're greener or being green to make sure that they are actually doing what they say they're going to do. Core Scientific is going to transfer $20 million worth of equipment and, uh, well, they have to give up some other cash too in a bankruptcy lawsuit settlement. This $20 million settlement was between Bitcoin miner Core Scientific and Priority Power Management. And basically what happened was that Priority Power claimed that Core Scientific owed it around $30 million for the work that it performed before it filed Chapter 11 bankruptcy. And so part of filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy means that you don't have money, you don't have cash, but you do have assets. And so part of this $20.8 million settlement is that they're gonna transfer electrical equipment, uh, power transformers and breakers, and so on and so forth. That's a lot of equipment, $20.8 million worth, to Priority Power. Priority Power also get to keep $514,000 earned by curtailing the power of Core Scientific. See, what happened was is uh, Core Scientific wanted to get more power from Priority Power to fund their mining operations, but Priority Power didn't give it to them. And they said, okay, we're going to save money here because it looks as though you're just not going to pay your bills anyway. Also, Core Scientific now has to pay $85,000 for legal fees. This is one of my favorite stories in the past two years. Okay, so what happened was Crypto.com sent one of their clients, $6.95 million instead of a $100 refund that they were supposed to get. The interesting thing about this is that Crypto.com didn't notice until December of 2021. So let me just say that again. May 2021 sent them almost $7 million instead of that $100 refund, and then, then discovered that they made an error until December of 2021. So within that time, this person allegedly bought four houses and cars and then stashed away in an offshore bank account around $2 million worth. The thing is, is this person claims that Crypto.com sent him this money because he won it in a a contest. Crypto.com says that's absolutely BS. Anyway, there's a lawsuit and charges against this person who lives in Australia. This is happening all in Australia. This person is of Indian descent and has an Indian passport, so therefore cannot leave the country. The interesting thing about this whole case is that when you send somebody $7 million, now I know, I know, you're not supposed to take money that isn't yours, but they didn't discover it for almost a year. Well, let's call it eight months. And then they just ask for it back. Like, if you got $7 million in your bank account, what would you do with it? Well, How how much work would you put into tracking down the person who sent you $7 million? Especially when there's all these crypto things going on. Click this, do this, enter here, transfer coins, get an airdrop. Just assume that it's yours, no? Or is this totally absurd that this person kept this money? Especially since nobody came looking for it from May to December. Crypto.com, they made a huge error. This person had a huge come up. <laughs> can you just let somebody win for once? And the other reason why I'm saying this, and I know that that 's just you know being altruistic and philanthropic and I just want to see somebody to you know have something good happen to them. But the other thing is is this is just the bigger thing about the whole exchange's I guess lack of operations and securities and protocols. Look, we found out how FTX was operating they had literally no accounting, they had no operations, no securities, just a bunch of people sitting in a house together trying to get billions of dollars, and they had no clue how to operate that. And we saw that there was literally no reasonable operations or checks and balances within that company. It kind of just shows that crypto.com is no better, that they just were operating in a very haphazard way and accidentally sent $7 million to somebody. Can you just please acknowledge that your operations sucked? Your, your, your checks and balances and your security was horrible. And give that person a come up. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices It'll change their kids' lives. It'll probably change their grandkids' lives. What do you think? Comment below. Spank Pay, they're shutting down. And this is kind of sad because it's about picking winners and losers. If you don't like somebody's business, if you don't like what they're doing, um, and it's just for optics, it's for political reasons, it's for marketing reasons, you're going to sever ties with them. And that's what happened here. They said that this was a targeted shutdown by Wire because their new payment processor, Checkout.com, doesn't work with adult businesses. They continue to say that this came in as a shock seeing that our relationship with wire had been supportive and respectful and respectful up until this point spank pay what they're doing is creating a payment service for the adult industry and the adult industry has always had it plagued with problems because um, traditional payment processors didn't want to work with them if you were a stripper or if you were um, an escort if you were in you know uh, adult films there, there's always like you know the stigma. And do you want your business to be so associated with that stigma? That was, was what these companies always thought. So they're trying to create this alternate payment service. Well, they're looking for a new payment processors, and no one wants to take them. Or if they want to take them, they're going to basically charge them extremely high fees. And, well, good luck finding a solution. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for you. And somebody else I'm rooting for is MicroStrategy. So MicroStrategy has been basically (laughs) in the red with their Bitcoin purchases for quite some time. As we all know that they hold around 132,500 Bitcoins and their average cost is around $30,137 or about $4 billion. Well, when uh, Bitcoin was down to $16,000, they had about a $2 billion hole. Now that we have a little mini bull and we have Bitcoin sitting above $28,000 at the time of this recording, we'll see what the prices are in a minute. MicroStrategy is looking a lot better. By the way, their stock has been up consistently over the past couple weeks. The question that's on everybody's mind right now, what is the Fed going to do with interest rates? Well, we know that today, starting at 2.30, they're going to meet, and then the announcement from Chair Jerome Powell will be released tomorrow sometime. And then we'll understand if they raise rates, 25 basis points, 50 basis points, don't raise them at all, or maybe even roll back. But what's the outcome of each? Paul Greenwald, The chief economist at S&P Global Ratings told Yahoo Finance that the bottom line is that we still have inflation and the Fed needs to continue to raise rates. So they obviously got one eye on the financial sector, but we still think they're going to raise it by 25 basis points later this week. So what are the markets thinking about this? Well, the CME Fed watch tool is showing a 71% probability that the Fed will raise rates by 25 basis points. And a 29%, there will be no change. Now, if you want to compare this to about a month ago, there was zero probability of a pause. 82% chance of a 25 basis point hike and 18% chance that'll be raised by 50 basis points. The fact is, if you continue to raise rates, there might be more repercussions to the banking system. And we're going to have that hard landing that the Fed was actually kind of pushing for. I mean, we already saw that there's more layoffs at Amazon. uh, There's more layoffs uh, uh, from these big companies around the globe. And they're all anticipating that things are going to get worse. If Powell takes his foot off the gas, this is going to send a different signal to the markets. It's going to send a signal that we can start being a little more risky, that you know, uh, QE is going to come in, that we're going to start reducing these rates uh, sooner than later. Maybe people want to get ahead of those rate cuts and get back into the market. And that could just push inflation to that double top, the double peak of inflation that everybody is predicting. We'll see what the Fed does. And in a surprise move from Ron DeSantis, he proposed legislation to ban CBDCs. He said in a statement, Today's announcement will protect Florida's consumers and businesses from the reckless adoption of a central bank digital dollar, which will stifle innovation and promote government-sanctioned surveillance. Do I agree with Ron DeSantis on this? I think I do. The proposed law will also prohibit in Florida the use of CBDCs issued by any overseas central bank. The governor's statement calls on other states to adopt similar legislation. I continue saying on this show that a CBDC would be a blanket government surveillance. I call on, if the Fed's not gonna do it, if Washington's not gonna do it, I call on all the states to ban CBDCs in their state. Now, let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money! Here we go! Money talks! And the time is 9:04 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Bitcoin SIN at $28,163. It's down a half a percent in 24, but uh, it's still in $28,000 range, so let's be happy about this. Ethereum is at $1,809, up 1.3%. Tether's number three. Binance is at 337, down 0.6%, and USDC is number five. Rounding off the top ten, we have XRP, Cardano, Matic, Doge, and Solana. The total market cap is $1.17 trillion. We have a BTC dominance of 463 and an F dominance of 188 And that was our show today. Thank you very much. I'll be back tomorrow. Same Matt time, same Matt channel. Uh, Do me a favor. Smash that like button subscribe, and tell people about this show. We need to build up knowledge going into the next bull run and the development of this emerging technology. I'll see you tomorrow. And until then, happy hodling, everyone. Hey, everyone. The bull run is coming. It's coming quick. And you need to be up to date on everything that's happening in the Web3 space. So please, follow us on Twitter and like, subscribe, share these videos so we can keep you up to date daily on Web3 News.